Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1223, air date May 31st, 2023. All right, good evening, everyone. We're going to have a very, very important discussion today. Uh, I would believe, uh, I would state that this discussion that we're going to have today is probably the most important discussion uh, from a standpoint of really, really understanding politics on how we can actually create change. As people are joining, um, let me give a couple of uh, overview. Many of you know that on social media, because of the fact that I consistently tell the truth and I consistently have to do sort of the job of the custodian doing the dirty job and calling out uh, not just the obvious establishment, which I've been doing consistently for most of my life, but the not so obvious establishment. And those in power um, like to ensure that you are constantly duped by not being able to really understand who the not so obvious establishment is. You see those in power use the obvious establishment to just pummel people. And when that doesn't work, they have another group of people called the not so obvious establishment. And you're gonna really understand that lesson, but I'm gonna use the example of a family or, or a group of people who've been doing this for a long time, the Kennedys. The Kennedys are the epitome of the not so obvious establishment. And we're gonna talk about this uh, within the context of the Ukraine war. Yesterday I did a discussion on why as president I would pull us out of NATO unequivocally without any reservations to really protect the working people of this country. The liberal imperialists as we'll talk about like Booby effing Kennedy and you'll understand why I mock this fellow because he should be mocked. In fact, the entire Kennedy family should be mocked because unlike the open imperialists, one wing of the establishment who just say, we're just gonna brutalize you, we don't care. The other wing of the establishment tries to always cover things up in peace and love and words like humanitarian, but they still screw you anyway. And a lot of people, a lot of, I would say typically people who are dumb liberals or frankly do not understand this dynamic or naive get caught up by that other wing, but both wings of the establishment have the same intention to subjugate working people of the United States and other parts and to deliver power, profit and control. So we're gonna talk about that today. And I would encourage all of you right now, if you're listening, invite your family, your friends, hit share, hit the notify or the subscribe button so you can get a notification of other talks that I do and like it because this is one way to get across over the censors. But today's uh, discussion um, is gonna be done in the context of, I call him Booby because all these people call him Bobby because they think he's their friend. It's just sort of this uh, ridiculous, um, uh, 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 being enamored by this top-down people called the Kennedys who are completely a fiction. Everything they've done is made up. Um, they're not people who care about everyday working people. They're imperialists, as you're going to realize. Um, so um, we're going to use Kennedy's comment where he said that 
that um, we're in Ukraine for all the right reasons. And there's a guy called Chief Nerd who's a shill for Kennedy. You'll see him. He says he's an independent journalist, but he's actually a big shill for Kennedy. Uh, when I exposed Kennedy uh, in 2020, um, uh, Kennedy attempted to smear me. When I tried to, when I exposed Kennedy again, this guy Chief Nerd, when I played a video, he said, oh, that's not the whole video. Well, you're going to play the whole video and you're going to realize what a scumbag Kennedy really is on the vaccine issue and on the issue of Ukraine. So the establishment right now is trying to figure out which liberal imperialist or which person can bamboozle the public that they should really back. So we're going to talk about that. But before I do that, I want to encourage everyone again um, to recognize, John, are you going to put up that little banner, the like, share thing, please? Um, uh, please like, you know, share what we're doing. Um, and also you can sign up, go to truthfreedomhealth.com. You can sign up as a free member. Uh, you get lots of gifts. Um, but you'll also get emails from us. So please go do that. It's a way that we fight the shadow banning that's going on, particularly to me. They don't do it to the others because those guys um, aren't uh, harmful to them. Um, before we start, uh, what I want to emphasize to you is everything that I'm going to share with you today is uh, comes out of the core teachings I do at Truth Freedom Health. Truth Freedom Health is a global movement which is really educating people to start using their mind to think beyond left and right, to start um, recognizing that there is a physics to understanding how the establishment works. And without that physics, you're really screwed because you'll follow one fool one day, Obama, then you'll follow Trump another day, then you'll follow the Kennedys another day, then you'll follow uh, the Bidens, or then you'll follow some other person. The establishment is very, very clever at moving you judging what's going on and how to manipulate you. And this is what um, uh, why uh, change occurs or we go backward and why the rich get richer, because fundamentally what's going on is that most of you um, get bamboozled because you don't, don't understand that there's a physics, there's a science to how they do this bamboozling. So um, what I'd like to do before I get into this and what we're going to cover today is the dynamics of this, the two faces of imperialism. I'm going to share with you something from the Vietnam War, which is what took place at the 1968 convention, to make it clear. We're going to literally listen to Kennedy's statements and how he's very, very clever. He's evil, this guy. Booby fucking Kennedy is evil. He knows how to manipulate and talk in, in forked tongue. We're going to look at what he said on the Ukraine war, the statement that he said, and what he said before and after. So you get the whole context. So none of these Kennedy um, butt kissers say, oh, you only took that statement out of context. And then we're going to go and we're going to look at the same way he behaved on vaccines. He said, oh, yeah, I'm for vaccines, uh, full vaccination. Everyone thinks he's fighting for medical freedom. You're going to see this fork tongue duplicity of the Kennedys. And this is how they sucker people in. And more importantly, this is what I call the two faces of imperialism. The one that's avert tells you we're going to screw you. And the other one that's more duplicit, which is actually much more evil. But before I do that, I want to play for you a very, very important video that really uh, will inspire you to become what I call a truth, freedom, health warrior and a scholar. We've created an entire infrastructure for all of you. And this video will explain what that is. But you can go to truthfreedomhealth.com and become a part of this movement because we've created in many ways a university of 
uh, you could think about it for revolutionary training. So you really understand this physics. Let me play this video, but we have a lot to talk about today and hopefully this in uh, video will inspire you. Here we go. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have they don't this reality is what people need to wake up to and we need to all unite working people there's only one movement that can do that and that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is, the dynamics of all systems that affect nature. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Truth, freedom, health. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up. Working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, Forget celebrities, you've got to learn politics. And there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is the not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is the not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. We're building a bottoms up movement. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum where people can go to truthfreedomhelp.com and it's an educational program 
We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaign's expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on truthfreedomhealth.com so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there, but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to truthfreedomhealth.com. All right. All right, everyone. So what I want to uh, begin this discussion with, and, and by the way, I want to uh, welcome everyone uh, who's here. Uh, today's discussion, as we started, uh, is about a very, very important topic. It's about, we're going to discuss as a case study, Booby, which is Robert, and that's what I call him because, and you'll understand why, because this guy's truly a scumbag. Um, and uh, he recently stated, uh, we're going to talk about why he's a quote unquote, a humanitarian warmonger, which may seem like a contradiction. But that's what we're going to talk about, how there are two wings of the establishment. One wing of the establishment overtly tells you to your face, we're going to screw you. We're going to enslave you. We're going to go start wars. We're going to go um, screw those people up. And they're just very overt about it. The other wing of the establishment that was also created is much more of a salesperson. They're going to do the exact same thing, but they sell it to you by saying, oh, we're into peace and love. You know, we're into humanitarian stuff. And they speak with forked tongue. Unfortunately, most people are very naive to that latter piece. And there's an entire institution of people that have been created to bamboozle people using that salesman approach. And the Kennedys are the epitome of that. Typically among both parties, Democrat and Republican, the left wing and the right wing elements of those parties, which are not the, 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 the core elements of the, the, uh, the Democrats and Republicans, but the wings of that, which always are appear populist, those are the wings that are used to manipulate people to thinking that um, the establishment is for you and they're kinder and gentler, et cetera. And we're gonna give some examples of that. Let me first begin by taking you back. Some of you, if you're over the age of 55 or 60, you may remember um, glimpses of the Vietnam War, okay? How many of you remember the Vietnam War, okay? Let's take a quick poll. Um, and it gives an idea of the age of people, but some of you may have read about it, okay? Um, but how many of you have heard about the Vietnam War? How many of you know about the Vietnam War? Anyone out there? Hmm. Wow, no one's heard about the Vietnam War. Okay, well, let's educate. So um, the, the Vietnam War 
uh, is, a, is a very, very important war to understand. If you go back to the history of the Vietnam War, uh, after World War II, um, what occurred was uh, there's a part of Southeast Asia called Indochina, which included Cambodia, Laos, and Vietnam. The, 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 um, the Geneva Accords around in the mid-1950s after the war ended basically split up Vietnam into North Vietnam, which was communist, quote-unquote communist, and South Vietnam, which was literally backed by the United States. In fact, South Vietnam, which was backed by, um, frankly, a quote-unquote a dictator, did not want to even have elections, democratic elections, and the U.S. supported that, okay? Um, the North Vietnamese started doing guerrilla attacks in South Vietnam, and the reason the South Vietnam um, uh, leaders, quote-unquote leadership did not want to have any um, democratic elections was they were actually uh, uh, scared that the general people actually supported North Vietnam, okay? So uh, in the U United States government, left and right, supported this uh, undemocratic regime in South Vietnam, which didn't want to have elections. Anyway, uh, that eventually escalated into step-by-step, -step, first Eisenhower, if you don't know who Eisenhower is, he was the president of the United States, um, he put in about 700 military advisors, um, and then when Kennedy came into office, he escalated. He really started the war under the tutelage of Henry Kissinger, who he bought into the White House. And I talked about this a few days ago on the occasion of uh, Kissinger's birth. And what ended up happening at that point was that the war escalates. It goes from 700 advisors to nearly 16,000 U.S. military person and uh, about 60 U.S. military person got killed. So the war really started under Kennedy. It wasn't Johnson. All right. And so during the Viet, as the Vietnam War started expanding, then uh, after Kennedy's death, you had Johnson come in and then Nixon. And when I came to the United States in 1970, um, all I saw on TV most of the time, 24-7, was uh, fighting in Vietnam, body bags of U.S. soldiers coming, horrible uh, events taking place in Vietnam. And it was around 1972, the United States gets out of the war. Um, uh, Nixon pulls out. Okay, so what happened? What happened between 1961, um, when Kennedy brought in Kissinger and they uh, started the war, um, and to 1972, during those 11 years? Well, what happened was that the, the intervention in Vietnam was presented to the American public by the liberal imperialist Kennedy and subsequently by uh, Johnson, Lyndon Johnson, oh, we're there for humanitarian efforts. We're there to stop the expansion of communism, okay? Because they had this theory called the uh, domino, uh, you know, that, that, you know, when you play dominoes, one domino falls, the other could fall, that if we let Vietnam fall, all of Southeast Asia would become quote-unquote communist. So under this theory that we were there for humanitarian reasons to protect the South Vietnamese, um, that's what the quote unquote, the democratic establishment left wing promoted, right? And Kennedy was seeing this guy, you know, he represented all people and he was, and you know, they had all this massive PR around Kennedy um, being, um, you know, Camelot, you know, all these associations that they built, massive propagandized brainwashing of the American people to uh, make Kennedy appear those a false God. When you really look at it, 
Kennedy was reckless. Um, he was an imperialist. Um, he was serving the military industrial academic establishment, which is what Eisenhower warned about. All right. And regardless of what's said out there, ultimately, Kennedy's the one who started that war. And then when Johnson came in again, they promoted this thing called, well, you know, we're humanitarians. Now, if you look at the activism of that day, so if you were a 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old kid at that time, um, uh, so again, someone's asking if Kennedy was on uh, their side, why did they kill him? So John, you have to understand whose side are you talking about? You act as though Kennedy is one of you, one of us. Kennedy was an elite. Okay, I'm sorry, John, they're not gonna, the Kennedys don't allow you into uh, uh, their Hyannis port compound, okay? They didn't, uh, they hang out with movie stars and they have golden toilets. You don't have access to that. So stop saying this assumption that Kennedy's one of us. The Kennedys were a mafia uh, family and they had other problems with other mafia families. And whatever occurred between them is really has nothing to do with your life as a working person. So this notion of who killed him and what happened, it has nothing to do with everyday working people's lives. Because at the end of the day, these people are elites fighting among, they have their own factions. They're never going to let us know what happened, but it has nothing to do with your advancement of everyday working people. Okay. 16,000 working people, poor people under Kennedy were sent over to Vietnam. Okay. And, and hundreds of thousands of working people were sent to get butchered in Vietnam fighting other working people not the Kennedys, not the Trumps, et cetera. So please stop asking these very stupid questions, thinking that you're one of the Kennedys and, and Bobby and all these people are your friends. They're not. It's all Hollywood, okay? So please get over that, all right? That's what we're going to talk about today, this brainwashing that's been done to you. Now, during the Vietnam War, young people were starting to rise up, and they didn't want to get drafted. So it was a very selfish thing. Hey, I don't want to go over there and die, right? So what was happening was an anti-war movement was building. No similar, no different than the movement, our movement, Truth, Freedom, Health is building to expose the left and the right. But the anti-war movement wasn't that advanced at the time. Um, the enemy in as, as this movement uh, advanced, was that the enemy is always represented to these anti-war activists as the Republicans, you know, or the establishment Democrats or the establishment Republicans who are warmongers, right? Because people like Barry Goldwater openly said, yeah, we should go uh, destroy those people. So the obvious establishment of the time was always speaking this rabid anti-communist rhetoric. Yeah, we should bomb them. We should drop more bombs. We should kill people. They were just saying to people's face that they wanted to go annihilate uh, the Vietnamese, okay? They would call them racist names. They had, uh, they were avert in their racism, avert in their imperialism. So think about it this way. Imperialism, the establishment had one face, which was, oh, overt in saying, we're going to annihilate them. We're going to kill them. We want to destroy them. We want to enslave those people, etc. Um, uh, Hamza says, I don't think they killed Kennedy. They released the footage 10 years later, plus Kennedy san sanctioned Cuba. Definitely. Thank you for sharing that. Um, all right. So the point is that um, the, the anti-war activists, because they didn't have training in what we teach today, Truth, Freedom, Health, they were just looking at the obvious establishment. 
you know, the, the Barry Goldwaters, who were just rabid. They wanted to bomb, carpet bomb the shit out of Vietnam. They didn't care, okay? The obvious establishment. And then the not so obvious establishment, the John Kennedys and, um, you know, who would talk in very flowery language. He never wrote any of his speeches. Others wrote all this stuff. And Lyndon Johnson, they were like saying, oh yeah, we're in there for humanitarian reasons, okay? Well, as the anti-war movement built, there were sections of the anti-war movement who uh, were all enamored. They were stuck to the, the, the one wing of the establishment, the Democrats, and they kept preaching to the rest of the anti-war movement, oh, the Democrats are good, you know? They're not like the Republicans who just want to bomb the hell out of the Viet Vietnamese. We want to figure out how to work this out, okay? The Democrats are actually anti-war. Well, all that changed in 1968 at the Democratic National Convention. And I want to show you footage from that. Okay, all of that changed um, um, uh, in 1968 at the Democratic National Convention. What was occurring at the Democratic National Convention? Well, Lyndon Johnson was running against Barry Goldwater, the Republican, and Chicago in the amphitheater on the stage, Lyndon Johnson actually had machine guns pointed at the doors because there were thousands of protesters outside and they were getting pissed off because there was a bombing of Cambodia that had taken place. Um, People were seeing more of the butchering that the military industrial complex and U.S. imperialism was doing to the Vietnamese, and people were getting more and more angry. And so there was a massive protest outside. Tens of thousands of police and army were called out, okay? And again, all of these anti-war protesters still had this illusion that they didn't understand the two faces of imperialism. They thought LBJ, you know, was on their side or the Democrats were on their side. And this is what happened. Let me share this with you um, outside of the Democratic Convention. Um, and this is what, what's called the riots that took place. So this is what happened. Let me play this to you. So this was outside of the Democratic Convention. Hopefully you guys can hear it. And National Guardsmen, 7,500 regular army troops. So this one was known as a battle on Michigan Avenue. Cops started beating the protesters' heads. And you can see it was, was, it was getting brutal, okay? So the Democrats were anti-war, and all of this was broadcast live on national television. So people are sitting at their home, and they're seeing these young kids get hammered, their heads busted in. Um, and you can see this. This is in the United States. These protesters start getting beaten the hell out of them. Okay? The demonstrators and repeatedly tried to march you, on the site of the convention, the stockyards. So there you can see. So I'm going to stop this. But what you can see is. But even inside the convention hall, the virus of violence was pervasive. Dan Rather and Walter. So there you go. So this was all occurring. If you saw this outside and inside of the convention. All right. So after the police, which LBJ unleashed on these protesters, suddenly the protesters realize, oh my God, the Democrats are also part of this evil. That all the words that they were using for peace and love and helping the Vietnamese and being humanitarian, okay, had nothing to do with this, okay? And by the way, Jason uh, Etsy says, wow, that's shocking, horror. Yeah, so Jason, a lot of people 
I've forgotten this. And I wanted to share this with you. Um, uh, that the bottom line is that the left wing and the right wing, both wings of the establishment, all wanted to annihilate Vietnam, but not only annihilate Vietnam, they wanted to prolong this war to fund the military industrial complex, which was making billions off the war. So one wing was brutal, just said openly, and in some ways they were truthful to the American people. Yeah, we want to go bomb those people. The other wing, the Democrat wing, was saying, oh, we're there for humanitarian reasons. But as the protesters started figuring this out, unfortunately, it took them eight, 10 years to figure this out, that both wings were in cahoots. And then when they got beat up, people at home saw uh, Lyndon Johnson's police force. Remember, this is in Chicago, run by a guy called Mayor Daley, Mafia Daley. Daley, Democrat, who, by the way, the Kennedys were very close with, was the one who was controlling those cops and he unleashed these 10,000, 12,000 cops beat, to beat the shit out of all these students. That's when the American public woke up. And that's when they realized, wow, you know, the Democrats and the Republicans are both part of this. OK, and that um, and that re that is what was a turning point in the war. And that turning point was significant because people suddenly woke up, meaning the anti-war movement, and they said, hey, we got to break with both wings of the establishment. Does everyone get that? Until that incident took place with the Chicago Convention, you had this illusion, which a lot of people have now. Booby F. and Kennedy is on their side, or Donald Trump is on their side. This is uh, what history, they don't want to teach you this history class. And But in movement, in building movements, that both wings of the establishment were supporters of bombing of Vietnam, but one was doing it in a kinder, gentler way, still believing as though the U.S. had right to go over there 10,000 miles away and intervene. Both wings of the establishment, one was kinder and gentler how it was trying to do it, and the other one was avert. But after the 1968 beatings that these students took, they said, shit, both wings of the establishment are one. Does that make sense? So without this historical understanding, from 1968, from the Vietnam War, many of you won't understand the dynamic of what's taking place right now. Both wings of the establishment do not give a damn about you. Anyone who comes from top down, be it Trump, be it Obama, be it the Kennedys, be it Biden, uh, anyone you want to put up there, when they're coming top down, when they have all that brand equity that they've built by being top down, by being part of the elites, they speak with... Um, uh, either overtly to screw you or they speak in a duplicitous way. And you have to understand this. It's really, really important you understand this. Otherwise, we as a people, as a working people, are all screwed. And what we teach at Truth, Freedom, and Health is we call this the not-so-obvious establishment. Okay? And you have to understand that. Uh, Deanna says, thanks, Dr. Chief, for the in-depth history lesson. Deanna, that's just one example of the Vietnam War. Let me give you another example. And the way I started learning this was in 1981 when I first came to MIT. At that time, you, or 1980, 1981, if you remember, it was uh, Ronald Reagan, for those of you who remember this, running against a guy called Walter Mondale, Republican and Democrat. And um, the, and so this was, you know, the basically they're the establishment, okay? Uh, Republican Democrat establishment. So if you think about, um, you take 
my body here, and you think about if the head is the establishment, it has the obvious aspects of the establishment on the Democrat and Republican side. Uh, Reagan was the obvious establishment on the Republican side, and uh, Mondale was the obvious establishment. Today, you would consider Mitch McConnell the ob obvious establishment on the Republican side, and people like the Clintons the obvious establishment on the Democrat side. However, this bird, you know, if you think about a bird having the head, which is the establishment in this two shoulders, the obvious establishment, the wings of that bird are necessary to manipulate people into thinking that, yes, there's the obvious establishment that they're bad, okay? And there's another part of the establishment that is good. So the establishment has created its wings on the left and the right. So in night, and the way I discovered this, and this is a very powerful technique those in power have done is in that election between the two establishment candidates, Reagan and, um, and, um, and Mondale, there was another candidate who was acting, acting and saying all the words of populist words. And his name was a guy called Jesse Jackson, Jesse Jackson. And Jesse Jackson, like the Trump of that time, or the Booby Kennedy of that time would talk all these words. Yeah, we are one people, blah, blah, blah. We're, we're against this war, that war. You know, we're full of black people, it would say all these words. And he started manipulating people to build what was called a rainbow movement, a rainbow coalition. And everyone, those of us who are idealists like myself, we said, wow, this guy's good. He's really anti-establishment, okay? He's saying all these words. But on the day of the Democratic Convention, what does someone says they remember Jesse Jackson? Exactly. By the way, uh, uh, on the day of the Democratic convention, when Mon it's Mondale versus Reagan, uh, all of these people were bought into Jesse Jackson, think he was going to really build a quote unquote a movement. And what does he do at the last minute? On the floor of the Democratic convention, he gives a sorry ass speech and says, we must vote for the lesser of two evils talking about Mondale, the obvious establishment. All these people were corralled in, suckered in, back into the establishment. Do you understand that? And that, so Jesse Jackson was the wing of the Democratic Party who talked all this game, but his, his job was to corral people in right back into the, into the Democratic establishment, all right? Another guy who does this consistently is a guy called Bernie Sanders but he's getting old. AOC does this, talks a big game. She, sometimes she'll even attack Hillary Clinton or even Biden, but they'll just talk the talk, but their goal is to sucker people back in to the wing of the Democrat establishment. Similarly, on the Republican side, they have the same thing, okay? And that's the role of Donald Trump. The Republicans didn't have this figured out until probably more recently, they had the Tea Party. but. Donald Trump's job was to sucker people back in to the Republican wing of the establishment. He talked a good game, lock her up. No one got locked up except his followers. Drained the swamp. He never drained the swamp. In fact, he bought the swamp in. Okay. Um, what actually happened was $6.9 trillion got printed during the quote unquote pandemic where he did the lockdown and um, 600 billionaires, friends and, and uh, his his strata of people increase their wealth by 2.3 trillion, okay? So that's the, the concept you have to understand. There's the obvious establishment, both wings, and then there's a not so obvious establishment. And they're very clever. The not so obvious establishment, 
is what we teach at Truth Freedom Health. We need to identify if we're going to have a movement that wins. Now, if you go back to the Vietnam War, what actually happened was after the beatings, I mean, literally beatings, people's skulls were broken, people were bleeding, arms broken. They had to go through that bitter knowledge to realize, wow, Democrats and Republicans are one. And then that's when the movement, the anti-war movement separated. They spit on Lyndon Johnson. They spit on Goldwater. They spit on the Republicans and Democrats. And when that happened, that is when the war ended within you know, about 16 months thereafter. Because the protests grew, they could no longer be controlled by the wings of the establishment. Okay? All right. That's what I want you to understand. So there are two faces of imperialism. The obvious face and then the face that, that talks about being gentler and kinder and humanitarian, all right? Now, having understood that, I hope that's clear, we can now see what's happening right now, right now in front of you. And we can see the bamboozling that's going on right now. And that's why it's very critical to understand this political lesson if working people are gonna win. As I mentioned, right now in the United States, and it's gonna occur all over the world, the life expectancy of working pe people is going like this. Starting in 1980, we were going up and then we're going down. So if you have a child in the United States, your child is predicted to live less than you. Think about what I'm saying. And that's brought to you from the left and the right, Democrat and Republican. And voting for the lesser of two evils is not going to change that. And that's why I'm running for president, because we need a fundamental systems overhaul. And that systems overall cannot be done by me. It can only be done by you by recognizing this dynamic, this political lesson I'm sharing with you. So in 2016, the establishment was realizing, wow, people are really getting angry. Working people are getting angry, particularly the white working class. So if elections are selections, don't think Trump's wasn't a selection. They found Donald Trump, entertainer. He said all the right words, got people all riled up like Jesse Jackson did. OK, and the riling up he did was lock her up, you know, drain the swamp and so on. And he suckered people in right into the Republican wing of the establishment. OK. The same thing is occurring right now in front of your eyes. And, and one of the characters doing this is Robert Booby fucking Kennedy. Sorry, but that's who this guy is. In 2020, when I was really building the bottoms up movement for medical freedom and we made many, many gains, we were the first ones to say we should fire Fauci. We were the ones who exposed Fauci. We were against lockdowns. In March of 2020, Booby F. And Kennedy was promoting lockdowns. Go look at it. He was saying lockdowns were good. We're protecting the climate. The guy's a fucking idiot. Okay. I had to expose him. I lost 20% of my followers because all these wealthy, rich women who want to sleep with Robert Kennedy, call him Bobby as though he's his friend, this is his brainwashing, didn't realize that this guy says one thing and does another. We had a, a guy that reached out to me called Jake Crosby who worked with Booby Kennedy for many years. And he sent me a video. He said, Booby Kennedy doesn't wants to keep the government involved in vaccines. So let's talk about that before I go to the Ukraine war. Okay. And Kennedy, Kennedy basically said the Ukraine war, we're there for the right reasons. He is not for medical freedom. He is not against vaccine mandates. He still wants government to be involved in the vaccination program. Let's look at this. Government should not be involved in your body at all. Government should not be 
at all involved in dictating your relationship with your doctor. Where did this start? Again, go back to the Kennedys. In 1962, John F. Kennedy is the one who signed into law the National Vaccine Program or the, the, the Vaccination Act, okay? The 1962 Kennedy Vaccination Act. That was done by John Kennedy based on an old science of the immune system, which I've done many, many videos on, okay? That was done by John Kennedy, the 1962 Vaccination Act. The only way for us to truly have medical freedom is to repeal the 1962 Vaccination Act. Well, that 1962 vaccination, Kennedy Vaccination Act, passed by John Kennedy, gave rise to the CDC's uh, vaccine uh, bu bureaucracy and created this entire massive network of corrupt bureaucracy, which was in cahoots with Big Pharma. It started with John F. Kennedy, okay? And then as people were getting injured by these mandates, as people were getting injured by these mandates, um, in 1986, um, as the lawsuits were building, guess what happened? Another Kennedy, Ted Kennedy, who killed a woman here in Massachusetts, got away with it because the father, Joe Kennedy, got this entire PR machine. The Kennedy brand is built on pure vaporware public relations, pure vaporware. This guy, Ted Kennedy, killed a woman, got away with it, still got to be senator because of excellent PR by his father, okay, Joe Kennedy. But anyway, it was Ted Kennedy, along with Waxman, who were on the Senate side sponsors of a bill that basically said, we're going to protect the big pharma companies from being sued in 1986. And that resulted in the National um, a Vaccine Injury Program, okay? The National Vaccine Injury Program um, resulted in protecting all the big pharma guys, meaning you could not sue pharmaceutical companies if you wanted to sue them you had to go to a vaccine court where the liability was limited and basically they don't get sued. The government pays for their injuries. You got it? That's what happened. And that was brought to you in collaboration with another Kennedy, Ted Kennedy. All right. So now Robert Kennedy comes on the scene, big drug head. Okay. And in order to make him look good to build his credentials, they started getting him involved in the a medical freedom movement. And when I got involved in this medical freedom movement, I realized this guy wasn't about building a bottoms up movement. He wanted to do backroom negotiations and he wanted quote unquote safe vaccines. And he wanted those safe vaccines to be done by the same corrupt infrastructure. Didn't make any sense. My position is a 1962 vaccination act should go away. So I'm gonna play you a video. And Jake Crosby shared with me this video where Kennedy is openly saying the following. So let's share this about this fork tongue Kennedy. All right. Let's go to this video and you can find it on rfkexposed.com. And you can, I recommend all of you guys go uh, listen to it, but I'm going to play it for you right now. This is Robert Kennedy in the beginning of this video with Louis Farrakhan uh, presentation, what he says. And listen very carefully. Minister Farrakhan has asked. Okay, let me just make sure. You guys can all see this. Yep. So here you go. Listen to this video and listen carefully. This is so-called the fighter for medical freedom. Minister Farrakhan has asked me to address the issue of vaccines and African-American and vaccine safety. 
I want to start out by saying this, and I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I, I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. Let me play that again. Let me play this again. So Farrakhan has asked me to address the issue of vaccines and African-American and vaccine safety. I want to start out by saying this, and I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I, I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. And Mr. Farrakhan. Right. So if you, and so that is the most critical part of this talk that Kennedy gives at the beginning, okay? He's openly saying, I'm pro-vaccine, I believe in full vaccination of all Americans. Now, th there are people who are Kennedy ass kissers who see that and they go, well, well, that's not what he said, let's listen to the whole video, great. And I put the whole video out there and this guy, Chief Nerd, who's a bogus investigative reporter saying, oh, Dr. Shiva only shared a little piece of it. No, I shared the whole piece because if you go to the site, which he didn't obviously do, okay, um, right here, and see some idiots are saying, when, how recent is the clip? doesn't matter. This was about five years ago. He's still promoting. He says, I believe in full vaccination of all Americans. And the full clip is right here, okay? I mean, you guys get it? The guy has said, He's for vac full vaccination of all Americans. And let me also be clear, okay, this scumbag has said very clearly that he vaccinated all of his children with all 69 vaccines. So stop trying to defend him because this is the brainwashing. Either you're an idiot or you don't have any self-respect for yourself, all right? Now, if you go listen to the entire video, which, which we put up on rfkexposed.com, and I'll go to that site. There's a link here. Okay, you can listen to the full video. And if you go to that link, let me go over to it, um, you will have the opportunity to hear the entire video. So there's nothing we're hiding here. So if you go and it's on the Autism Investigated site, and what's really powerful, and the video is right here, I encourage you to all listen to the whole thing. And what does Kennedy say in that video? He basically wants to preserve the entire vaccination program. He's not talking about getting rid of the ridiculous 1962 Vaccination Act, which allowed government into your body. You see, John F. Kennedy created the National Vaccine uh, Program. Then instead of getting rid of it when all the injuries were taking place, because the decision to take a vaccine or not should be between you and your doctor. Then what happened is the other Kennedy, Ted Kennedy got involved. And instead of ripping off the Band-Aid, getting rid of it, then they created a whole nother infrastructure and more bureaucracy. And this is what the liberal imperialists do. They created the vaccine courts under Health and Human Services. So they were going to let corrupt people manage another court. So they created more bureaucracy. And then what does Robert Kennedy want to do? Robert Kennedy wants not to get rid of this infrastructure. He still wants the national vaccine program. He still wants government in your lives, but he's going to tweak it. And if you go listen to the full video, the idiot basically says, well, you know, the vaccines are bad. I vaccinated all my kids and it's all corrupt. He speaks with forked tongue. Yeah, the government is corrupt. The CDC is corrupt. These guys are in cahoots with big pharma, but I'm going to get them to create safe vaccines. Okay? Listen to what the fuck he's saying. This gets me really pissed off and that's why I call him booby. 
please don't call him Bobby. It's Booby F.N. Kennedy, okay? Because what he's actually saying is that he still wants to keep this whole corrupt infrastructure and somehow he's going to do Jedi mind tricks to help them create safe vaccines. You see, this is a bullshit. This is called liberal imperialism. The government should not be involved in your bodies, period. The 19, my solution as president, I will work to repeal the 1962 Vaccination Act. Not because I don't want people to be healthy, not because I don't want people to get their immune system, but the, your decision how you want to protect your immune system is between you and your doctor. As as uh, as Jake Crosby shares, and Jake used to work, he said, um, he goes, uh, Bobby Kennedy's trying to distract from history, right? And he surrounds himself with idiots, opportunists, and vaccine crime apologists. And you can go listen to the whole video, but you will see him in the six, 10 minute video. Basically, he'll start off with what I just shared. And the rest of it is he now goes into forked tongue mode. Oh, yeah, everyone's corrupt. The, 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 the CDC is corrupt, but I'm going to get them to make, make safe vaccines. Are you freaking serious? He wants to create more bureaucracy. John Kennedy created bureaucracy. Ted Kennedy created bureaucracy and Booby's going to create more bureaucracy. That's how we're going to solve this. Tell me, is that how we're going to solve this? Okay. So the bottom line is what we have here is a entire scam that's being done to confuse people and that, and the Kennedys are masters of it. Okay. It should get you very pissed off as Jason Grant. Trump pisses me off just as much as Booby RFK. They should. And you have to stop looking from above. Please don't defend Trump. Look, I've met with Trump uh, twice. You know, they call me for advice. Recently, they called me, right? But the bottom line is that Trump has a golden toilet seat, guys. He hangs out with Hollywood superstars. He's not going to let you into Mar-a-Lago. He's not one of you, okay? They're not one of us. Get that through your freaking thick skulls. I'm one of you. That's where I'm running. We have to build a bottoms up movement and can't, we can't do it alone. We have to recognize these people are top down. That's why this political lesson is very important that you break from the not so obvious establishment. I'm sharing with you, Kennedy, I'm for full vaccination of all Americans. Oh, then I'm going to uh, somehow uncorrupt the corrupt CDC. Are you fucking serious? Do you understand what this guy's saying? They're liberal imperialists. Now, Let's go on to the topic, the central topic here, okay? The central topic here about Booby Kennedy and his position on Ukraine. I've made my position very clear. The United States should pull out of NATO. We should not be fighting these wars of imperialism. There's nothing we have to gain. And what, what do I mean by us? The question is us. When we say we have nothing to gain, what do we mean by that? Who is the we? Who's the pronoun we and us? Well, the military industrial complex and the elites have a lot to gain by going to Ukraine and uh, uh, Ukraine and attempting to weaken Russia. They have a lot to gain, massive amounts, trillions of dollars to gain. U.S. NATO and that entire mafia has a lot to gain, but we, meaning we the working people, those of you who work hard, those of you who have kids, those of you who bust your buns, 
not those of you who have golden toilets, not those of you who spend billions of dollars creating the Kennedy brand and moving alcohol and still make money from that, not those of you who can spit in a police officer's face like Robert Kennedy did as a kid, and that's how he grew up and can get away with it, not those of you who are Ted Kennedy who can murder a person and get away with it. That's not us, guys. If you did that, you'd be out of work, okay? You'd be in jail for 20 years. But the Kennedys are not one of you. Trump is not one of you, all right? Biden is not one of you. Obama is not one of you. They're top down. But we need to build the movement bottoms up. And what you will realize is that the two faces of imperialism will manipulate you. Let me play you um, this video that just came out that a guy called uh, John Mappin tweeted out, which I thought was very good. Okay. Um, so here we go. So let me play this uh, uh, quick thing that came out and, and a tweet which uh, I, I, I'm glad that someone is figuring this out and put this out there, okay? And the tweet said, are you absolutely kidding, Robert? We are not in the Ukraine for all the right reasons, okay? So let me play this video, and here's the douchebag, Kennedy, and, and um, I'm going to play you again the snip, snippet, and this dude, Chief Nerd, and all of his idiots are like, oh, you didn't play the whole video. We're going to listen to the whole video, too at least a minute before and after. But let me play you this video of Booby Kennedy talking about his position on Ukraine. Here we go. I want to say that we are in the Ukraine for all the right reasons. We are there because we are a good people. And, you know, Abraham Lincoln said America is a great nation because we're a good nation. And we continue to be a good people. And we are there because of our compassion, the Ukrainian people who have been brutalized, who've been illegally invaded, and have shown extraordinary valor and courage defending their country and defending you know, their families and their beliefs and their liberties and their independence. Things that Americans have to admire. My own son, Connor, I'm very, very proud that Connor joined the Foreign Legion and fought in the Ukraine and during the Kharkiv Offensive as a machine gunner for a special forces group. And All right. So I hope everyone just listened to that nonsense. OK, so Kennedy. Yes. Kennedy's a fucking loser is right. That's what he is. So Kennedy's speaking, and I'm going to play the whole video because after that went up and people said, oh my God, because all these Kennedy people have been bamboozled said, because it's clear the issue with Ukraine is as clear as Vietnam. There's no reason the United States, we as a people should be there. So Kennedy, and by the way, I've met his son and he's a complete fool. You can go look at him. And I saw <coughs> a couple of months ago, when, they, when Kennedy said, oh, I suddenly found my son went to Ukraine. I didn't know. I knew they're trying to set up his son to be some war hero, and they probably want him to run for office, okay? That's what the Kennedys do. Everything they do is PR. He fully knew his son uh, went there, but he was acting like he didn't. He just said, I saw something on his credit card bill. Anyway, that video piece, Kennedy saying, we're in Ukraine for all the right reasons. Now, if you go look at the video before and after, we're going to play sequences of it. <coughs> this is Kennedy's forked tongue. He says, well, you know, 
We shouldn't be pushing Russia away. We, we shouldn't want regime change. We should go there for humanitarian reasons. And you see, what he's really trying to tell you and convince you of is that he knows the right reason to go into Russia. You don't. And humanitarian, whatever that means, God knows what humanitarian reason means. That's why we went into Vietnam, right? For humanitarian reasons to stop the world from communism. That's why young working class, poor working class kids, middle class kids went there. Not the sons and daughters of the Kennedys, not the sons and daughters of Trump's or Biden's or those people. It was poor working class kids who went there, fought wars against fighting other poor people. All right. But at the end of the day, that was for humanitarian reasons, Vietnam. So Kennedy is saying, yeah, we're there for the right reasons. If it's humanitarian, we should go there for humanitarian reasons. No, the U.S. has no right to go into Ukraine or Russia. Now, either Kennedy is stupid, which he isn't. He's a liberal imperialist because anyone who studied the history of Ukraine knows that after Russia fell in 1990, in after the Soviet Union fell in 1991, it was made very clear that NATO would not go one inch east, but they ended up going massively east and they adopt, they brought in 15 to 20 more countries into NATO. They started going into Russia's border. And the goal of this was U.S. and NATO, U.S. imperialism, trillionaires in the United States and Europe want to basically seize um, Russia. It's imperialism. And whether you like Putin or not, that's irrelevant. Putin himself is an oligarch, but U.S. imperialists want to seize Russia. Why? No different than the British seized Africa because of the immense uh, natural gas, the oil, the minerals, the diamonds, the titanium, etc., that's what they wanted to do. And you or I, us, have no interest in doing that. And in 2013, Condoleezza Rice made it very clear in a speech. We want to go there. We need to destabilize um, Russia. And we need to get all of their, uh, all of Europe dependent on U.S. gas and natural oil. And that's what they did. They did a coup in 2014 brought to you by Obama. John McCain was there. They did a coup. They took out a leader elected by the Ukrainian people. They put in a guy who was a pro-Nazi guy, definitely pro-Nazi, and that pissed off the people of eastern Ukraine. Kennedy knows all this history. He doesn't know this. The provinces of eastern Ukraine voted to separate from Ukraine. They have every right by the laws, by the principles of self-determination, which is supported by the UN. And then as they were being attacked, they called Russia to come in. Russia didn't invade. This was done because of people of eastern Ukraine called them. But more importantly, this entire thing was engineered by U.S. and NATO imperialism. A, to start a war, to make money off the war, and to weaken Russia. That's what happened. And Kennedy knows this. And he's saying that we're there for all the right reasons. Now, if you go listen to the video before, you'll see the nonsense that he speaks before this stuff. And it's just rambling nonsense, no different than the other uh, uh, video I shared with you, where he was also rambling about the vaccines. He's anti, he's pro-vaccine. He wants to vaccinate everyone, but then he's somehow going to, you know, fix things once he gets in. So here's Kennedy. Let me talk, you know, before For all that. the right reasons. We are there because we are a good people. And actually, I'm going to play this before. Let me play the one minute before so people don't. I'm giving you the context. This is Kennedy. 
speaking. Uh, I'm going to say the interest. interest. And there are there we go. national interest. We, is this war in the U.S. national interest? We just need to isolate that question. It is in the U.S. national interest. And there are you know, some of the leading panjerums of uh, most respected people in, uh, um, in uh, of our national diplomats, let's say, Henry Kissinger, Jack Matlock, Larry Wilkinson, who's you know, Colin Ballard's chief of staff, they all have said definitively, if you just want to ask, is it in our national interest? It is not. It is not in America's national interest to push Russia closer to China. That is a cataclysm. Number two, it's not in our national interest to do something that could involve us in a nuclear exchange with a country that has more nuclear weapons than us. Now, having said that, I want to say that we are in the Ukraine for all the right reasons. We are there because we are a good people. And, you know, Abraham Lincoln said America is a great nation because we're a good nation. And we continue to be a good people. And we are there because of our compassion, the Ukrainian people who have been brutalized, who have been illegally invaded, and have shown extraordinary valor and courage defending their country and defending you know, their families and their beliefs and their liberties and their independence, things that Americans have to admire. My own son, Connor, I'm very, very proud that Connor joined the Foreign Legion and fought in the Ukraine and during the Kharkiv Offensive as a machine gunner for a special forces group. And but I think that we need to know as Americans, and we have a right to know, what is our government's chief objective in this war? Now, we were told initially that the objective was humanitarian. And that is a good reason to be there, a humanitarian. And what that means is trying to end the bloodshed and minimize it as much as possible. But in recent times, President Biden said that one of our objectives, at least, is regime change of Vladimir Putin. And this is the same strategy that did not work for well. All right. So let me let me sort of decipher this. If you could see what this fool is saying, if you can really understand this liberal imperialism, he's acting as though he doesn't know why the U.S. is there, that he thought we were there for, you know, we should be there for humanitarian reasons. Do you understand the nonsense that he's spewing? And you have to be a fucking moron to follow this guy. This guy is speaking with forked tongue. At least the Biden, the obvious establishment, or the others are saying, yeah, we're going there because we want regime saying they're being very honest with you in your face, right? But this fool is bamboozling people. This fool is totally bamboozling people. He's saying, yeah, we should go there for regime, uh, you know, we should go there for humanitarian reasons. 
Who the fuck are you to go to any other country? This has nothing to do with humanitarian reasons. Everyone knows this has to do with U.S. imperialism, Western imperialism, wanting to control the oil and gas pipe flow back to the United States out of Russia. It's an imperialist war. There's nothing humanitarian about this. The Ukrainian people and the Russian people are being used. Yes, and this was started when Obama, a Democrat, did the regime change there. He doesn't know this. Do you understand the bullshit that he's doing? Okay, exactly, Jason. Jason said, booby trying to rely on emotions from brainwashed people, citizens, not rational logic. Exactly. That's exactly what this guy is doing. However, the problem that he has that had he been around, you know, this is not the, the problem that he has is the movement for truth, freedom and health exists. Unlike had it existed in 1962, we would have stopped the Vietnam War much sooner because we would have exposed Lyndon Johnson and the Kennedys. But guess what? Our movement exists now. And we've learned from that. And we better learn because they do want to have U.S. NATO imperialism completely. It, they don't they want to send uh, U.S. soldiers. But more importantly, this is a conundrum that they have. You say the United States has a million, 1.1 million active soldiers. In World War II, they had 12.2 million soldiers. The U.S. doesn't even have enough soldiers to go fight a war there. More importantly, we don't even have enough munitions, as I talked about in my talk yesterday. The United States only has munitions for one week. So the only alternative for U.S. and NATO is nuclear. They want nuclear exchange, and they want to goad Russia into nuclear exchange, and that's the path that they're pursuing. All right. And Kennedy knows this, but he is talking either either his brain is completely fried from all the heroin he did or which is what the reality is. The guy's a liberal imperialist. He wants to talk as always against the establishment, but we should go there for humanitarian reasons. At least the other wing of the establishment was saying, no, we want to go there to fuck up Putin. They're being honest. He's talking about humanitarian peace, love, and understanding, and his other drunken fool son is there, and he didn't know about it, and he's a fighter. Bullshit. This is all about the Kennedys boosting up their brand as though they're anti-establishment fighters for humanity. They're none of that, okay? The, the Kennedys are full of shit, and they're part of the other face of the establishment. I hope you're understanding this, because we're in a very critical time in 2024, because those in power know that people like you listening today are starting to learn this. You want to break from the left and the right. You're starting to understand this dynamic. They know that um, I will be relentless. They know that I'm running for president. They know our movement for truth, freedom, and health exists. And we are exposing this dynamic that, you know, um, 70 years ago or, or 60 years ago, people didn't understand this. People were going to the left and then follow the right. They'd one day follow Trump and then another day they'd follow Obama and they were getting used. But our movement for truth, freedom and health and my run for president is exposing this and it's educating you. So you have to learn this. Yeah, someone said he sounds like, yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, his voice is indicative of his, his evil nature. This guy is evil. The Kennedys are an evil clan. They're mafia. They, they exist to promote their brand. He right now is promoting his son. Oh, my son went and fought there. Really? Bullshit. You knew his, you probably told your son to go there. Okay? Because someone just said Kennedy is part of the 13 families of the Illuminati. Do you know this? I've heard about it. 
It'd be good to do more research, share with us more. So that's what's going on, guys. So as I've shared with you, I want you to do your own investigation, but you will find out you have the obvious face of imperialism. We're going to F you up. And then you have the not so obvious face of imperialism saying one thing, but doing another. And this Kennedy thing, um, we're all in there for all the right reasons, oh, but we shouldn't be there for this reason. No, we shouldn't be there at all. You doofus, you scumbag. And that's what Robert Kennedy is. Booby effing Kennedy. I want to come back and I want to uh, remark a couple of points, but please know that we have a movement for truth, freedom, health, where you can learn these concepts. We built a global community. Please join us. It's a way of you supporting all the work we do. Separate from that, I want to let everyone know that I am running for president and I want uh, to play this video so you get an understanding of who I am, what moves me. What moves me is us working people because that's where I come from. I'm not top down, guys. I'm bottoms up. Everything I have, I've earned my four degrees at MIT. Booby Kennedy got into Harvard because his father made a call. All of it, it, Harvard has legacy admissions. I got in because I actually had to work. I had to work three times harder than my counterparts because I didn't have, you know, someone to make a phone call. Everything I've, I've earned, everything you have, you've earned. We are not one of them. Please stop following these people. Please stop having this uh, uh, and that, uh, being enamored by these fools. They're bullshitting you. They just care about themselves. I'm running for president. Support our campaign. And when you, by the way, you, if you want to volunteer, donate. When you donate, I give you lots of things back. I give you courses and, and tools in the Truth for the Health movement. So let me play this video so you understand why you should get involved. Who would have ever thought I'd be running for president of the United States of America? I was born a low-caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working-class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses and coding software. My friends and neighbors are Blacks, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old, I wrote 50,000 lines of software code to create the world's first email system and was awarded the first U.S. copyright for email, recognizing me as its official inventor at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I did that long before I ever came to MIT, revealing that big innovations can occur anytime, anyplace by anybody. Growing up, I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion in both America and India to have us fighting each other while they remained safe in their gated communities and in their playgrounds of Hollywood, Martha's Vineyard, and Silicon Valley. I'm a fighter. I fought racism and exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers, and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed when I saw working Americans as never before being duped by the establishment and the not-so-obvious establishment. Across left and right, we were being sold out and made to forget why we came to America and why America existed. Lawyers, academics, billionaires, celebrities and politicians, elites, Clintons, Kennedys, Bidens, Obamas, Bushes, black and white have hijacked America. They printed trillions for their friends. They delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism. They transferred trillions to themselves, dividing black and white, fear-mongering and fake science. Lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food and water, pushing drugs upon us, making us sicker. We've been sold out. One set of rules for them and another for us. We deserve a warrior with a history of courage in putting everything on the line for you, who believes in you, not them, who has created a movement bottoms up for truth, freedom, health. 
I've exposed their lies at the right time, never waiting until it was popular. I've exposed their false gods who exist to lead you back to them. I've exposed their fake science of lockdowns and masking and provided you solutions to fight them and win and protect your immune system, saving millions. I exposed Fauci, galvanized the fire Fauci campaign when others remained silent. When they stole our election, we sued the government and Twitter in our historic 2020 federal lawsuit, exposing in bare view the government and big tech censorship infrastructure, the unholy alliance between government and social media companies. Where was Elon and his grifters? They stood by the sidelines and did nothing. They did not use their megaphones to help us when it could have made a big difference. Now our movement grows for truth, freedom, health, independent of all of them. Every day millions are learning the science of systems, the knowledge the elites do not want you to have, so you may learn how to think, stand up, and fight, independent of the establishment of left and right and their fake heroes. Now it's time for you to join the movement, to win back America, to win back truth, win back freedom, win back your health. That's why I'm running for President of the United States. This race is about you. This race is about truth, freedom, health versus power, profit, control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers, celebrities, billionaires, and chosen ones from above. We choose our heroes from below, from the rank and file who do what is right at the right time, not when it's convenient and popular. They can never represent us. What America needs is a movement by the working people, for the working people, who are educated, organized, decentralized, and fight for independence from their systems of control. And that movement exists. It's ready for you. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey, are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time to win back truth, freedom, health to win back America, be part of this historic movement, all the way to our victory on November 5th, 2024. If you're an American citizen, pledge your vote now for Dr. Shivaya Duray, the independent candidate for U.S. President. No matter where you live, you can be a part of this. Volunteer as little as 20 minutes a day. Don't delay. This is Dr. Shivaya Duray, and I approve this message, paid for by Dr. Shiva for President. All right. So before we sign off, I have a two things I want to answer. There's some very interesting questions. Um, let's put up this question. Someone says, is there anyone Dr. Shiva supports? Um, so let's let's you know, I always like to look at why someone's asking that question, um, because uh, what's motivating that question? So what's motivating that question fundamentally is the thinking that. Do I support some other character out there. No, the only people that I support is you. My goal here is to support us, working people bottoms up, to stand up and build a bottoms up movement. I hope that's clear to you, Orange Devil, aka Orange Clo. Okay, this is not about looking for some celebrity top down. This is about you. The question Orange Glow should ask is: Is is do I have integrity in myself? Do I have self-respect for myself? I'm going to be ass-kissing someone else from above. Am I going to get off my butt? And I'm, am I going to understand the, how the system works? Am I going to understand how to build a movement? The good news for Orange Glow is, well, we have a movement for truth, freedom, and health. Become a part of it. Find out about it, okay? Because it took me 40 years to put all the infrastructure to do this, just like I created email, created many, many other things uh, in my life to be very successful. The creation of truth, freedom, and health itself is a system to liberate all of us. So the question is, do you want to trust in you? Okay. Thanks, Orange Devil. So it's really about you. 
All right, great question. The next thing I want to talk about is someone says, Lester Ma, how will you work with swamp people still in office? Here's the bottom line. Look, we have to recognize the legislature is corrupt. The judicial system is corrupt. The entire White House is corrupt. The only way to win is my using that office of the president as a bully pulpit to support you in galvanizing a movement. Because the, frankly, the entire, entire infrastructure there is corrupt. We need a systems overhaul. So my running for president is not about me, but my running for president is about me using that podium to encourage people how to properly take care of their bodies, how we win truth, how we win freedom, and to inspire each of you in a decentralized way to build movements. That is, the, frankly, the role of the presidency. You have a bully pulpit. You can talk. You can use that as a megaphone to galvanize people to expand a movement. That's what this is about, okay? The other thing is people said, oh, can you run? You were born in India. Well, let me make it very clear, okay? The FEC already ruled in 2011 a naturalized citizen can run for office for president. It was already uh, done in the Hassan case. The more important thing is that the Constitution is not a fixed document. Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution uh, says, initially it said only a natural born person can run. They never define natural born. In fact, Maryland, the state legislature, Maryland, in the 17, 1800s, in that period, uh, made Marquis de Lafayette a natural born citizen. Well, he's a Frenchman. But the Fifth Amendment and the 14th Amendment uh, made it very clear that you cannot discriminate between a naturalized citizen and a natural born citizen. It's unconstitutional. And there have been enough court ruling. Bottom line is, not only can I run, but I can be president. And if any state, and if any state um, secretary of state is listening, if you try to stop us from getting on the ballot, we will take this all the way to the Supreme Court and we will win. So the bottom line is the FEC, the Federal Election Commission, has made it very clear that a naturalized citizen can, can run. The only thing I can't do is I can't collect matching funds, which I don't want anyway. All right. So that's the bottom line. So the rules are there. Uh, it's very clear. It's unconstitutional to not allow me to run. So please go study some history. Go look at the videos that Paul Clark and I did on this. Okay. So anyway, in closing, what I want to leave all of you with this is very simple and 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 clear on this. Okay, is that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is an example of the face of a humanitarian warmonger. Okay. I'd rather have someone who's an open warmonger because what's happening is the quote unquote humanitarian warmonger like Kennedy is confusing lots and lots of people. And that is his role. His role is to confuse people, to bring people back into the establishment. That's what his role is. All right. So the purpose of today's lesson was to educate you. There are two faces of imperialism, the obvious face, which just openly says we're going to screw you and the not so obvious version of it, which manipulates you to using the words of peace and love and understanding, saying flowery words, you know, ask not what you can do for your country, whatever that is, right? They have speech writers, and that's what the Kennedys are good at. At the end of the day, they're not one of you. They're part of the same infrastructure. So anyway, I hope this is valuable, everyone. But uh, for God's sakes, learn this very important lesson because it is what will mean the difference between winning and losing for working people. And also remember the pronouns, us and we. There's a big difference when they use us and we, they mean them, a swarm of a handful of 600 billionaires who increase their wealth 
by $2.3 trillion in the pandemic. It does not mean us when they say, oh, we need to be in Ukraine. We're all there for the right reasons. No, we're not. They're there for the right reasons to exploit the situation of the Ukrainians and the Russian people. They're imperialists. We're not. So let's get those pronouns clear. Be very careful when people say us and we. It's not the us that you think we're referring, they're referring to, that you think they're referring to. They're referring to themselves, us and we. It has nothing to do with us. Anyway, everyone, be the light. You know, get involved. Um, become a Truth, Freedom, Health Warrior Scholar. Support the campaign if you want to donate. But more importantly, get involved. Uh, start learning the dynamics. And um, ShivaForPresident.com. Be well, be the light. I wish all of you a good night, uh, wherever you are. Good morning. We, I know we have people uh, joining from other places. Be well. Thank you.